All right, welcome to this week's Sports Block podcast. Nathan Stacking here alongside my good friend and co-host Travis Crenson. Travis, uh, it's a brrr out. Uh, I hope you're staying warm. Yeah, it's very cold. Um, it seems like every year we go through a cold spell. Yep. And uh, no, we were we were in February, and thought you know maybe maybe you know we'll, we'll get through this, but no, maybe we're in the beginning, middle of February is going to be. You know, very cold, all temperatures, like one, two degrees here for uh, for the week, so it's not going to be any good. I think it's going to be seven below for a high either Friday or Saturday for us in St. Cloud. Uh, we've got about one or two degrees, so we're about you know, 10 degrees colder than us. Yeah, it's, it's, it's dangerous, it hurts. This is the type of weather it hurts mm-hmm. to go outside. You know, the car starts, and yeah, you go outside for five minutes, it, it hurts. You sound different. You got a new phone, I'm, I'm guessing. Yes, you sound different, more clear, more like what you would maybe hear like on a computer. Yep. I think. So yeah, I sound different. Um, got a new phone. I was a process get the phone. Um, first brand new out of the box one I've got in a long time. So got that done. They didn't ship it here, even though we thought they did, and they said they did. And then once a week went by, I'm like, I don't have my phone yet. We got that figured out. So I got a new phone with some internet capabilities. So. Very good. Very good. Um, I, sent out a, I sent out a tweet last night on my phone. What? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I don't know why we get down, but uh, I sent out a tweet last night and it was on my phone. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable. We're moving up in the world here. Uh, we have a yep. lot to get to here this week, and uh, let's just start it out with uh, the Super Bowl. It was a slaughter, and it was done by the Buccaneers against the Kansas City Chiefs, 31-9. Uh, Tom Brady throws three touchdown passes, two to his good friend Gronk. Uh, Brady was named MVP. Uh, at this point, they should just rename MVP Most Valuable Quarterback, Uh because that's what the award is. And I think anyone who was watching that game Sunday night would tell you that it, the award should not have gone to Brady. It should have gone to someone on the defensive side, like a Devin White, who had 13 or 14 tackles and an interception. It could have gone to, heck, if you want to say, hey, Todd Bowles should be named most valuable player. You know, kind of kind of make have some fun with the award because his game plan against Hall of Famer Patrick Mahomes was masterful. It was absolutely beautiful, and that was the concern, at least that I had going into the game, that how would that Chiefs offensive line hold up against that Buccaneers pass rush? I thought that with two weeks to prepare, they'd have something in store, and Holy crap, it, it it didn't look like they were prepared at all. Mike Rimmers was bad. He was very bad. What a shock. Uh, they didn't give him any help. Uh, I don't know what the Chiefs were doing. They didn't have any extra protection for the majority of the game. Uh, they went with a lot of short passes early, which would make sense, but Tampa Bay was ready for that, and they couldn't, they couldn't do anything. They couldn't do anything, and then... Uh, all these penalties in the first half that they'd get a stop and it'd be a penalty. They'd get an interception mm-hmm. and it'd be a penalty. So they could not 
uh, get out of their way, and it was a bad time to play your worst game of the year. Yes. Um, yeah, certainly. It's always good to have protection. It's always good to have protection. Um, yeah. I mean, there. Are, I think there are a few factors certainly in, involved in why the Chiefs played so poorly. The offensive line is definitely one of them. Uh, there's a stat out there that Patrick Mahomes ran for 497 yards before making throws. Uh, just with all the scrambling that he had to do and running for his life. And yet some of the throws that he made were stunningly accurate. I mean, Tyreek Hill has a pass go right through his hands and off his helmet. Later in the game, Darrell uh, Williams, running back, had one go off of his helmet. I mean, very low percentage plays have even happening, but they're higher because of who Patrick Mahomes is and the types of throws he can make. If he'll makes that that catch uh, in the first quarter, it's seven to nothing Kansas City. It's not three nothing. I think you might get a little bit, uh, certainly a different result. I mean, they didn't find the end zone at all. Only three field goals. But I mean, everyone played their worst game. And I yes, stat stat wise, Patrick Mahomes did not have a good game. But if you just look at what he had to do and how much duress he was under. I mean, he. it's amazing that he even had the game that he did and put the Chiefs in a position at least to to get some points because if that was anyone else, I don't know if they'd have been able to do it. Travis Kelsey dropped a lot of passes. There's too many drops. Yes. They yep. just played so bad. Even when they had a chance, they played so bad. And, uh, yeah, this was not a fun game to watch. It was not good as being the uh, – Bottom half, bottom quarter of Super Bowls I've seen. Mm-hmm. It's kind of similar to the Tampa Bay Super Bowl 18 years ago. It was like it wasn't much of a game to watch. So somehow Tampa Bay's ability to not play an entertaining game overrides Tom Brady's ability to always be in a close Super Bowl because this is the first one that we knew who the winner was mm-hmm. heading in the fourth quarter. It, absolutely. Um I was wondering, like, there were, in case no one has heard yet, though I believe everyone should by now, Britt Reed, uh, I think he's the outside linebackers coach for the Kansas City Chiefs, also Andy Reed's son, was involved in a, a accident was it Thursday night, I believe. Uh, details are still kind of murky, but essentially he hit a, a parked car or a couple parked cars there's a five-year-old that's in critical condition he uh Britt reed was uh under the influence he had a few drinks so uh he got injured in this so i mean that i think certainly took a toll on andy reed though he would never say uh do you think it how much of a role do you think that played in the team's lackluster performance because i think it it played a part. I just don't know how big of a part. Probably not a whole lot. No. Okay. I mean, they just they didn't play well. No, like, they didn't. Uh, outside of that first quarter when Tyreek Hill went for like 200 yards in the first quarter, like Tampa Bay kicked their ass for the next seven quarters. Yes. So, uh, the decision to call – so it's 14-6 with 44 seconds left to go in the second quarter. And the Bucks run it for two yards with Leonard Fournette. They seem just intent to run out the clock, go in the half, up 14-6, to six, figure out uh, what to do. And 
I I get the mindset that Andy Reid what what he was trying to do. Uh, call three timeouts. You have Patrick Mahomes. You could get down the field, maybe kick a field goal or something. Be down fourteen nine going into the locker room. But here's the thing: the Chiefs had the, were getting the ball to start the second half, and when they called that first timeout, said this is a bad decision. You're playing with fire. You're playing against Tom Brady, and given how bad the Chiefs were playing defensively in terms of all the penalties they were getting in the first half. 95 penalty yards, uh, Super Bowl record for one half. Like, they're just playing with... I, I wouldn't, I'm, You're tempting fate here, and Brady found uh, Mike Evans. Uh, there was pass interference that got them down there. Another pass interference got them first and goal at the one. Brady finds Antonio Brown. It's 21-6. to six. That was the killer. That's when I knew I'm like, okay, they're done now. That's a huge momentum swing going in the half instead of just being down 14-6. Now you're down 21-6 to because of some stupid play calling. Yeah, you want to get the ball back and give your offense a chance there because you think your offense can, can score, but they couldn't get the ball back and it didn't matter. Um, I just, I just kept waiting for something to happen and nothing happened. They ran, the, they ran the ball in the second half, and that worked for a little bit, and then mm-hmm. they just quit doing that. And, yeah, you just expect them to uh, to do it, and they never did. Tyron Matthew I, lost his composure uh, multiple times. He got in a spat with Brady. I mean, this, yeah, I mean, the Chiefs picked their absolute worst time to play their worst Super Bowl, and I think that this Super Bowl hurts, uh, I mean, it, it's it was a bad Super Bowl, but I think we're gonna remember it more for being for how bad it was, or we're gonna put it in the ranks as one of the worst Super Bowls ever because of the hype that was built into it. You know, Tom Brady against Patrick Mahomes, the high flying Chiefs against the Buccaneers. Well, I mean, what's gonna happen here? We expect a shootout, and we never got that. It was just it was bad from the get go. I can't remember the last game that was hyped that actually delivered. Uh, Rodgers, Brady wasn't any good. Breeze, Brady wasn't any good. What about Foles, Brady? Nick Foles. Yeah. I mean, it was a great Super Bowl. Was there a lot of hype going in that one? Um, We can't wait to see Nick Foles against... That was a great game, but... Yeah, so you're talking like the the backup. Oh, we got this great guy and this great guy. It's like, these playoffs were not good. They were not entertaining. Mm-hmm. Games were bad. I don't. It's thank God this football's done with it. <laughs> thank God we're done with this for the next nine months, eight months. I think the uh, the officials. I, I that was some very poor officiating. I think uh, a lot of ticky tack calls. The holding penalty on the Chiefs, like on the same play that the that Matthew got the interception on a deflection. That was very ticky tack. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like some of these personal foul penalties and stuff. I mean, it, the offsides on a field goal—that's just dumb. Like you just, how do you not line up correctly? It's, it's baffling to me. Uh, the pass interference penalty uh, on Mike Evans at the end of the first half—I could see where some people are saying it might have been uncatchable. It looked like very little contact there, but it's a penalty. But I think the big one, everyone has a problem with is that holding penalty on Evans earlier in the game that negated the Chiefs interception that's 
I, I didn't see it there. I thought that yeah. it just seemed like every penalty was against Kansas City. Uh, it was bad. It, it, it was not a great officiated game. I have a whole problem. Just the one interception was bad. Now, you mentioned the two calls that were iffy. And other than that, I mean, like Kansas City wasn't scoring, so it right. it didn't matter. Like, they, they didn't score a touchdown. They didn't score 10 points. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they didn't come close to scoring. No. I mean, at the end of the game, like, are they going to score a touchdown here? No. It's like they had a third and 33 for midfield. Um, yeah. Patrick Mahomes with these just ridiculous throws that he somehow threw 30 and 40 yards at the end of the game from these angles that have never been attempted before ever. Yep. And apparently nobody was open because they weren't blitzing. He just no. waiting there, running around, they were rushing four or five guys. I like they blitzed a lot. They just guys were double covered. Let's see. You got Tyree Killen and Travis Kelsey. Let's try to get on them. Like this, this can't be this difficult. No. You say, how, how do we stop the Chiefs? So that's like, Cover their two guys. Yep. They've got two guys. Cover them and get pressure on the quarterback. And it does help that uh, the offensive line was not very good. So yep. oh, uh, so many backups. I mean, I think that's the one area that Kansas City's got to look to address here in the offseason. Um, uh, the, the Canadian doctor, he'll be back, uh, realistically, I would imagine. We'll see how Eric the Fisher can... Is the, uh, Eric Fisher, that was the Canadian doctor. Uh, Laurent... Uh, Avenue, let me get it here. Uh, Who the fuck is this guy? He he played last year. He's he, I mean he's he's a doctor. Um, I've never heard of him. He's that. Canadian. He he's very good. He's one of their offensive tackles. Well, good for him. Let's see here. Well, and uh, as you look that up, I'll just say you know. We think Patrick Mahomes is going to win like five Super Bowls, but maybe, like we've said for a while, maybe he never wins another one. So, yep. Yeah, these, these things are not guaranteed. I think they were very lucky to win last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't play their best game. Uh, if Chad Henney doesn't throw a touchdown, the Browns win that game. Well, I mean, they, they still would have to go down and score, but it certainly looked like they were going to at that point. Yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, they're fortunate to win. We'll see what happens, but, yeah. Maybe it went a lot more, but maybe you'll never get back to another one. I could see it both ways. It's Laurent Duvernay-Tardif. Good for him. He's he's a decent tackle. Um, so, yeah, Laurent Duvernay-Tardif. Uh, so they'll get him back. Or they'll get Eric Fisher back. Uh, but who knows how long it'll take to get that Achilles tendon uh, rehab done and whatnot. I, I mean, I'm I'm a believer in Mahomes. Obviously, I've been rant, I've been raving about him for for years now. Uh, so I think the Chiefs are still in a great position to get back to the Super Bowl. I mean, he did get back. I mean, when we talked about the about Aaron Rodgers and we brought up the the sports lounge clip of us, you know, saying true or false is Rodgers going to get back to another Super Bowl? We all said true. Well, we said, okay, he's going to win. I mean, he's going to get to another Super Bowl, probably win one. He hasn't been back in a decade. Mahomes got back the very next year. So I think that the Chiefs, you know, they're going to have Kelsey for another four or five years. Tyreek Hill's going to be around for a while. 
you just gotta fine tune some things maybe become a little more physical in the trenches get a ground game going a little bit more uh and then it'll be okay but uh i certainly think that the the chief's future is very high with mahomes and i will take i'll take him to win another super bowl more than i would aaron Rodgers to get to another one it reminds me of russell wilson yeah it's very similar very similar First year he made the playoffs, second year they won a Super Bowl, third year they lost the Super Bowl, and they've they been to a conference title game since? I don't think so. No, it's been... Um, well, they haven't even been to a conference title game since then. So let's see, what, what have they done since they've won the Super Bowl? They've gone... say one, two, three, four, yeah, they've not done, they've not played well, they've won... They've gone three and five in the Super in the playoffs. Yeah. And one of those wins was because uh, the Vikings had a kicker that missed a two-yard field goal. So, <laughs> yes. If he doesn't do that, yeah. they are two and five instead of three and five. So, uh, yeah. Oh, that's just oh, it just sucks. Just even thinking about that more and more uh, in as frigid of temperatures as what we're experiencing yeah. right now. Um. So, you know, it's not a guarantee. Russell Wilson at the time was 26 years old. They've yep. been back-to-back Super Bowls, and they haven't won, they've won three playoff games since then. And so. the AFC is loaded with great young quarterbacks, to your point, uh, on just how difficult yeah. it can be for Mahomes. I mean, you look at the AFC West, you got Justin Herbert with the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Raiders and Broncos, yeah, that's fine. Uh, we'll see what the... The Colts can do it. They might be in the trade market for Carson Wentz this week. It's either them or the Bears. Uh, the Titans have Ryan Tannehill, so they'll be around for a, a little while. Uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence is going to be a Jacksonville Jaguar. We'll see where Deshaun Watson lands, or maybe he stays in Houston. Who knows at this point? Uh, the Texans are a terrible franchise. Pretty stupid, so we'll see exactly what they do. Then the AFC East, you got Tua. You got Josh Allen. Well, the Patriots are going to make a move. The Jets, you got Sam Darnold, you got Joe Burrow in the north along with Baker Mayfield. I mean, the the AFC is absolutely loaded with talented quarterbacks. So, you're right. But, I mean, the way the Chiefs were able to respond this year, I think they're going to come out even more motivated and hungry next year. I really do. I mean, that's what Patrick Mahomes said. He's going to use this as motivation. They're going to remember this. They're going to remember getting their ass kicked. I think that will help them because they played way too many close games for much of the season, kind of just going through the motions. I don't think that'll be the case next year. I really don't. I, I, I don't understand how they can just go through the motions. It's like, how, how do you prepare? This is your job. You know, yeah, we're just going to fuck around. We're not going to try. But, oh, now, now, we're, now we're really going to try. It's like, well, what the fuck did you do last year? It's like, I don't... Just, like, I, that, that kills me. It's like, oh, well, I don't I don't get that. Yeah. And then on the NFC side, another thing that's so frustrating about our favorite team is that it seems like it's a random team every year on the NFC. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay. Nobody was really picking them to win the Super Bowl. People, yeah, they might make the playoffs, might win a game. Nobody was picking Tampa Bay to win the Super Bowl. Tony Kornheiser did. Yeah, as soon as they signed Gronk, he said they're winning the Super Bowl. Like you get the Eagles, they went with a backup quarterback. 
know, the Rams got there for one year. San Francisco, Atlanta, Carolina was good for a year. It's just, it's just a random team in the NFC that gets hot. You had the stretch where you had the Packers and the Giants as a sixth seed. They all of a sudden uh, got hot. I mean, Tampa Bay kind of did that. They won four, uh, three road games, and they won a home game to win yep. the thing. Yeah. So Tampa Bay was a team that, I mean, Taylor Heineke played better than Patrick Mahomes and Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Taylor Heineke scored more points than Drew Brees and Mahomes combined. So, um, as far as betting is concerned, it's like I, I mean, I've done. I didn't bet on this. So I haven't bet for a while. I'm like, how? How do you know? I mean, yes, yeah. you're right. It, well, it's it was, okay. COVID this year is a crapshoot to begin with. It, but, I mean, just it, in, it, in general, like just sports in general, anytime. It's like yeah. who? I mean, who could say? Like Arizona made it for a year. The Bears had Rex Grossman. Their defense was so good, mm-hmm. they could put Rex Grossman out there, and they got to the Super Bowl. The Chicago Bears did it 15 years ago, and here we are just waiting. So my, we'll see what random-ass NFC team makes it next year. My initial inkling is to say that next year, both the Saints and the Seahawks will not make the playoffs. Because Russell Wilson's getting a year older, they, I mean, they have good wide receivers in DK Metcalf and uh, Tyler Lockett, but they still don't have much of a ground uh, attack. Their offensive line has some issues. Defense is going is getting older. Yes, I mean Jamal Adams was supposed to be the savior, and he couldn't stay healthy. So I don't really trust them. And the Rams, with that trade for Matthew Stafford, they're the team I think that everyone's going to look at. San Francisco's going to be better. Arizona should be better. So Seattle, I'm going to say no. And then the Saints, Drew Brees is going to retire. I mean, they have a lot of salary cap issues. They are the team. Them and the Steelers have the most salary cap issues headed into this offseason and this low cap of somewhere between the neighborhood of $181 million to $185 million. So... I mean, the Saints are going to have to figure something out at quarterback. I I just don't see it. Uh, and that's right now. We haven't seen what the draft holds. We haven't seen what free agency looks like. But my initial thought is that we aren't going to see Seattle or New Orleans in the playoffs next year. I don't think we see Washington in the playoffs unless they get a, a, another quarterback or maybe they ride Alex Smith another year. I think the Cowboys, if they can re-sign Dak Prescott, they get back into the mix. They probably may win that division next year because they have, they have the most talent. Uh, I think the Vikings could get back in. Um, maybe we'll see Arizona. So I think you know for sure I'm putting Minnesota and Dallas in to replace Seattle and New Orleans right now. That's my initial thought. I think they make it. I'll go the other way. I think they'll be fine. Both teams. Like Arizona's got to get better. Mm-hmm. The Rams don't do anything for me. Um, yeah. As far as the schedule, three teams. Yep. Tampa Bay can play. They can play Saints, the Cowboys, or the Bills. Yep. And no, none of them do anything for me. Like, if the Chiefs had won, you'd be like, okay. The Bills. Well, you could... I, I, I don't think it's going to be the Bills, but I, for those three teams, I would pick Buffalo. I don't think it's going to be them from the I, I think that one they're going to save for like a Sunday night or a 3 o'clock game later on in the year. Um, it, 
I think it's the Saints because I think everyone's going to even though I just said I don't think they're going to make the playoffs I think everyone's going to want to see what this new look Saints team is going to be like with someone other than Drew Brees under center Uh, the Buccaneers beat New Orleans in the divisional round to get to the NFC Championship game so they have that they have those games from this last year that add more intrigue to it Dallas is always a draw but I think Fox would rather kind of protect that game and save it for later uh, so I'm going to say it's the Saints and the Bucks next uh, on Thursday night to open up that is my um, prediction. It, it, that's my prediction I, I I just look at that Bucks schedule that home schedule and it's it's terrible at least at the Chiefs you'd have the Browns the Chiefs the Raiders who played good? The Cowboys are also on on that list. I mean, just it's so it's such a much more it would have been such a much more attractive uh, Thursday night draw. You'd have far more options. I mean, if these three are the best options you have, I mean, whatever. It's just not. It's just not good. I don't know who it's going to be, but I know I'm not going to watch it. So <laughs> probably a volleyball that night. Okay. Oh, I'll be out on Tampa Bay versus whoever. All right. Um, as far as commercials go, there were fewer this year. They weren't as good, uh, but I love the Cheetos commercial with Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis and was it Shaggy? Um, yep. Uh, it was very not Shaggy and Scooby. Shaggy the rapper. Mm. Um, just want to get that out there for the kiddos if they hear if they heard Shaggy. Was um, this game on Nickelodeon too, or did they, they just do that? They just did that for halftime. Or was this game on Nickelodeon too? I have no idea. I don't know. I did not check the Nickelodeon. I didn't hear anything about Nickelodeon, but I guess I never even thought to check. Because the halftime, the halftime highlights were Nickelodeon highlights. Oh. So I made more of some did. So I don't. I assume the game was on Nickelodeon, since I they wouldn't. I, I don't know. It it should have been. If they didn't, I, I, I didn't, didn't even cross my mind, uh, even though I was raving about how great it was during the wild card and hoped they would do it for the Super Bowl. Just forgot about it. Whoops. Yeah. Um, Apparently the best, like, what, the commercials that were the best were the Rocket Mortgage commercials later in the game. I'm trying to remember. I had Tracy Morgan in there and the difference between decent and pretty good or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Um, those were the ones that rated the best. Bud Light did good. I, I really liked the Cheetos one, though. That that was the winner for me. Um, Eminem had a decent one right out of the gate. But overall, I mean, when you don't have Anheuser-Busch, when you don't have Coca-Cola or Pepsi doing stuff, it's just kind of lost stuff. I mean, Matthew McConaughey getting locked in a Doritos vending machine, I wish that would have happened in real life. Uh, because Jesus. I mean, he... Okay, Chris, it, it, those Lincoln commercials are so terrible. They're just... They've, they've soured me on him and anything he does. You know what the difference between the Lincoln commercial you referenced and all these commercials last night? Uh, What? I'll remember the Lincoln commercials. I won't remember a single fucking commercial from last night. About by probably Friday at five o'clock, I'll be like, "Okay, Bruce Springsteen did a commercial." There were a couple others, and then at the end of the month, I'll be like, "I have no idea." You won't even remember the Cheetos one. 
Name me one commercial from last year. Okay. I, I, I couldn't name you a single commercial from last year's Super Bowl. They're like, oh, yeah, remember last year when the Chiefs played the Niners? It was this commercial by this company. I couldn't name you a single commercial from a year it's ago. A valid point. It's a valid point. They, they're. I can't, I can't, I can't remember. I can remember the Budweiser Frogs from 20 years ago. Yes. I can remember all these commercials from years ago. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you anyone from the past five Super Bowls. I remember there was a Paul Harvey one where Paul Harvey talked about whatever. I think he was even dead at the time. They had something about Paul Harvey talking about whatever the fuck Paul Harvey was talking about. I remember that one from like five, six years ago. Eight, ten years ago, whenever that was. Um, other than that, you know, you usually have the Clydesdale horses. They weren't in there. Right. Um, yeah. I remember the one with uh, a few years back where it was at uh, Doritos or some chip commercial where they would go in the box and there was like a uh, time warp yes. or a time machine. Yes. Yep. Yep. I remember that one. Other than that, I'd have to think pretty hard mm-hmm. to come up with any other commercial. So. Yeah, so those were commercials. I really, yeah, hopefully we get a, a better batch next year. I feel like we've said that now for the last five, ten years. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just deja vu all over again. Uh, it, it is what it is. Uh, how was the weekend? How was the weekend for you? We went to uh, Hartford uh, to watch the game. Roads were okay. A little out foggy, snowy out, just the white snow. It wasn't too bad. That's good. How, how did Saturday, you... I had to do a game Saturday, oh, yeah. uh, Spearfish and Mitchell. After doing Mitchell and Skilgis Friday night before. Um, Mitchell is just killing it this year uh, in winter sports. You got yeah, I mean, They're you killing are. it. They're just, they never lose. They're going to lose a couple games here in the next couple weeks, so they actually got to play somebody now. But they're 56 and 6. So gymnastics, they're going to state tournament, other uh, state meet this weekend. Um, but. I had to get that stat out there one more time because yep. I feel like the losses may be doubling here in the next couple of weeks. But they may go from six losses to twelve here pretty quick. Ah, but even even then, I mean, it's still remarkable. Still I mean, they're still it's still they're having all successful seasons despite the fact that you might yeah. have a couple of losses on the horizon. Yeah, and uh, with the halftime show, like again, kind of like with the game and commercial, it, it was there. It happened. Um, I don't know. A lot of the stuff is like, like, what, what is the, what is the people with the masks? What's, what's that? It, it, a, it's a from a, it's that, from one of his music videos. It, that I was, don't. Yeah, it's like stuff that I, I nobody knows what that is. Yep. Unless you're following, like you know, and he was in the back, in the back, in the maze of the hallways. People had, that made me dizzy in my own head. Enough of that. <laughs> So I don't know what that was, and he's lip syncing some of it, and it's like, yeah, whatever. I so halftime show. I think it's different when you don't have fans on the field, and he pretty much had to do the whole halftime show from the pirate ship end of the stadium. Um, I that, hate when they have the plants and the fans out there just screaming and acting like they care. It's so fake. Well. I, but I, think I remember what I hated was Justin Timberlake in Minneapolis. I remember I hated that for some <laughs> reason. Like he went up in the crowd. I was like, "Is this fucking thing ever gonna end?" Well, Katy Perry uh, wrote, wrote in on a tiger. I uh, remember that. I'm like, that was that was all right. Yeah. I, I remember that. Uh, Lady Gaga was okay. 
Um, I think those two were better than what it was we saw um, yesterday. Well, yep. I mean, I thought it was fine. Uh, certainly, there were mixed reviews on online and on social media and stuff. I thought it was good. Um, I was looking forward to this one, so maybe that's why my opinion might be a little bit higher than uh, before. But I, I, there are a lot of songs that I didn't realize he sang. I think we touched on this last week. Uh, you know, I can't feel my face. I, I've heard of these songs. I just never uh, put two and two together that this was the weekend that was the was the artist behind those songs. So hearing them, it's like, okay, I I, I know these songs. I, I've heard of them. So I think that helped a little bit here. Um, I don't know who they could get that I would be excited about because I don't really care about anything. Conway like Twitter. That. Yeah, I'll rise him up. That would be a pretty good. My regard book should be good. Um, like I, who else? I don't, I'm surprised Taylor Swift hasn't done it yet. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I don't know who who they could get that said, like, "Oh my god, I gotta watch! I gotta watch Maroon Five. Like, I don't give a fuck." Well, like I, I, I really do despise the the halftime entertainment. It's just I don't want it. With the, I don't want it. With the Super Bowl in LA next year, I expect there to be stars galore uh, from Hollywood that that'll play. The halftime show. I expect something amazing next year. I think anything short of amazing is going to be a massive failure and disaster. Uh, you mentioned Justin Timberlake at Minneapolis. There had Prince been alive, that would have been the slam dunk. Yeah, uh, that would have been the slam dunk halftime performance, or the, the at least the artist to choose from because it's his home state. I mean that that would have been great. R.I.P. Prince. Uh, had he been around, that would have been. Great. I know he had done the uh, the halftime show in Miami the year the Colts won the Super Bowl uh, and Purple Rain. Uh, what a, it was great song to sing because it was raining like crazy there at that Super Bowl. So, um, yeah. And when and when he died and it was a big deal, I I was surprised how big of a deal it was. Apparently, I didn't know how big of a deal Prince was. Like I don't even remember that he did that Super Bowl when they when they mentioned that when he died. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, he did the Super Bowl. I'm like, really? I, I, I would have been my freshman year in college. Yep. I I, do, I don't remember. I did not remember that at all. Speaking of the Colts, congratulations to Peyton Manning on getting selected to the Hall of Fame. He joins Charles Woodson, Calvin Johnson, uh, Tom Flores, former Raiders head coach, uh, John Lynch. Alan Fanica, offensive lineman for the Pittsburgh Steelers for a long time. I think there's one other guy that I'm probably missing, but that's the Hall of Fame class. I mean, Peyton Manning headlines this without question. I So I'm thinking the Hall of Fame game, it, obviously you're going to have two teams from you know the representatives there. My immediate thought was Colts-Lions. Um, mm. Just because of... Uh, Calvin Johnson there, but I know there's a strain in the relationship between him and the organization. And Peyton Manning, I mean, despite the fact that he played for the Broncos, when you think Peyton Manning, you think Indianapolis Colts. So um, that's my thought. Indy, Detroit. I doubt that'll happen, but but we'll see. 
Is it a shame Jared Allen didn't get in? Yes, agreed. Absolutely. I think he should be willing where he's 12th all-time in sacks. Um, and he'd go in as a Vikings. That'd be nice. Yep. I think he gets um, in next year. Huh? I think he gets in next year. Yeah, he's four sacks away from being seventh all-time. So, you're putting everybody else in a fray. He should have got in. He'll get in eventually. So, yeah, Jared Allen, he'll get in. And unlike baseball, like, there's no shortage of football Hall of Famers out there. No. No, there's not. Certainly not. So there's the Super Bowl. Yes, Tampa Bay. Congratulations to them. Congratulations to Drew Amon. Uh, oh, yes. He's very, he was so, you know, he thought Trump was going to win. And he also thought, oh, Tampa Bay, they're not very good. So it was going, yeah, they're going to lose. I, they thought they were going to lose all throughout the playoffs. But they didn't. And they won. And the games really weren't all that close. Well, maybe it's the, the reverse psychology. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. And with Tom Brady, I would say he it's it's the most impressive thing in football that's ever been done. Yep. But yep. you can go back to fucking Otto Graham, who won like 10, played 10 years, won 10 championships, and there were like fucking two teams in the NFL at that time in 1950. But th- this is the most impressive thing. You know, he called Greatest quarterback, greatest this, greatest that. I think there are guys better than Tom Brady, but he wins. I don't know how he's, he's on the team to win Super Bowls. Yep. His teams are very good. He's had good teams, good offensive uh, lines. His receivers haven't been much, but he has had uh, the greatest receiver ever, great tight end. So he's had some talent around him, mm-hmm. but he's won seven of these, and he's going to keep playing. So I have to. This is, Sorry, go ahead. This is the only Super Bowl I've never rooted for him. Every other Super Bowl I've, I hoped he'd won. This is the one where I, I wish he didn't win. Mm-hmm. But he's won seven. It's just, will, will we ever see it again? It's going to be a long time before yeah. we see that. Seven. Seven. I and mean, that's crazy. Patrick Mahomes is the only guy I can think of that could possibly catch him. And I mean, obviously. I don't even think he'll get halfway there. Yeah, he probably won't. I mean, it's just, it's so difficult. No. And I think this one means more to Tom Brady than just about any of them. I mean, he said he's not going to rank them. But just to be able to do this without Bill Belichick kind of yeah. destroys that whole narrative of like, okay, I mean, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Uh, you know, who's who's the bigger piece to this puzzle here uh, the, or to the Patriots' success? Who's the key contributor? Is it is it more Brady? Is it more Belichick? It's certainly it was a combination of both. But what Brady was able to do – this year is nothing short of remarkable, but but it helps when you go to a team that has some good pieces on defense, like Devin White. Uh, they brought in a bunch of veterans. Like I mean, this was like a, they were assembling an all-star team. Right? It felt like you know after LeBron signed with the Lakers, yeah. just like everyone, any like veteran player who's been an all-star, hey, we'll just come in, we'll play for veterans minimum. I mean, like Leonard Fournette. Uh, Antonio Brown and Dominican Sue. It's just all these really good guys in the uh, good guys, good players. Antonio Brown's not a good player, and that's the one thing that I. That's the one reason I really didn't want the Buccaneers to win because I despise him with uh, with the hatred of a thousand sons, and I wish he uh, wouldn't have gotten that ring. But I mean, it is what it is. So I mean, the the talent around. Brady this time around is greater than any other team 
besides 09 when the Patriots won 18-0 and lost to the Giants. And for just looking at it, Brady is 7-0 in Super Bowls when he doesn't play the NFC East. Against the NFC East, he's 0-3. What was I gonna say? Brady, he was smart to go to. He was smart to get out of New England. I don't that much. Mm-hmm. Smart to get out of there. Smart to go to the NFC, avoid Kansas City. So go to the easier conference where Rodgers and Breeze have not been to a Super Bowl in a decade. You know they've been the two best quarterbacks for a long time. So he got there. So it's it's remarkable. And then uh, Winfield Jr. I like what he did at the end of the game. Because uh, Tyreek Hill, don't not not a fan of his whatsoever. So after I, I, I didn't good. like it initially, but after seeing what Hill did in Week uh, Twelve or whenever it was when the two teams met in Tampa Bay earlier this season, and he did the same thing to Winfield <laughs> Jr., I'm like, okay, now that makes a little more sense. You need proper context with it. And uh, perhaps the best part of the Super Bowl overall was Kevin Harlan's call of the streaker. Yeah. Have you heard this? Have you heard what he said? Yeah, I thought he wasn't going to do this anymore. Because he did it, and he was so good at it. And then there was one that happened, and he didn't do it. And then he did it again. Yeah, there was the black cat that really, I think, rose yeah. up to prominence and fame from, uh, from last year. I saw something. I don't know if this is true or not. It's... I'm skeptical of this. I'd have to, I'd have to have a source confirm this. But apparently, the guy who did it, I saw that he bet a lot of money that there would be a streaker. Mm. Maybe you could have bet on that. Uh, but apparently, he bet like you know fifty thousand dollars would be a streaker, and his friend had a distraction so that he could get on the field, and he won you know three hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Well, I... so I don't know. I mean, I saw it. I don't know if it's real. Um, I'm, I'm skeptical of whether or not that real. It probably isn't. That's playing the system, and I, th- I don't know if he would get his payout for that. Um, no. I, I do know that the that Vegas took the national anthem off of the books because someone yeah. uh, was outside the stadium, was listening to them practice, timed it, and then told everyone what the time was on TikTok. A dumbass. Uh, two yes. minutes, 16 seconds, apparently. And I I missed the first little part of the National Anthem, but I timed it, and I was at 2.06. And I, I don't know if I missed 10 seconds. I thought I missed a little bit more. But uh, it was it was right on par there. It was very close. It seemed like it took a long time. But maybe not. Maybe that's just normal. Everyone's got to add their own flair to it. It's kind of... Oh, yes. I, I hate... Crazy, like, I, I hate it when... People add their own infliction stuff to the national. Like, just sing the national anthem. It's like Christmas songs. You know what? Like, there should only be like ten artists that can sing "Frosty the Snowman" or you know, "Jingle Bells" or you know, whatever. Anyone else? Stop. Like, you just embarrass yourself. You destroy. You wreck songs by doing this. I mean, just, just sing the national I still, anthem. I still have no idea why we do it. I don't know when it started. Or why it started, or why we only do it during sports. It's so weird to me. Yep. I don't know. It's so fucking weird. We don't do it uh, at a wedding. We don't do it at a funeral. 
We don't do it before we go to a fucking movie. We don't do it before we eat. We don't do it before the, for like on Broadway in New York. No. Don't do it there. A play, a concert, maybe you'll see it once in a while. Mm-hmm. But any sporting event, more riding, baseball, football, basketball, hockey, you have to play song of the, uh, the country, the national anthem. I'm like, okay, sure. So congratulations again to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the NFL season is now over. We head into the off season and it's going to be a very weird off season. We'll have to wait and see what the salary cap uh, closes in at. And uh, hopefully uh, there are fans in the stands next year because it was weird this year. And I think that played a large role in, in why road teams were so good this year. Uh, the Vikings didn't have a home field advantage. So hopefully... We're at a point next year, this time next year, um, where we have fans in the stands. Uh, fingers crossed that, that, that COVID continues, that people get vaccinated. I think Minnesota's at 10% right now of the population mm-hmm. has at least their first shot. Uh, it's got to get better, friends. It's got to get better. Yeah, we were 10%. Looks like the numbers are pretty good. Numbers are going down, but... Um... I would have been fine with no football season. Yes, this was a waste of my time. Well, you did. I'll, I'll remember this season because the Vikings were just all over the place. But And Big Wyoming, Big Laramie did well for you in fantasy. Yeah, so. he did. But there was no reason to play sports this year. Looking back on it, it's like, yeah, we, we shouldn't have done that. That was uh, a bad idea. I mean, the college basketball season has been just an absolute cluster, uh, to put it mildly. Uh, we're recording this on a Monday night, and UNC Miami was supposed to be played today, and video surfaced after the Tar Heels beat Duke of some Tar Heels players uh, in the street, you know, partying with fellow UNC students and not wearing masks and stuff. Miami, they haven't tested positive at all yet, but Miami officials were, you know, scared and stuff, and I think, you know, rightfully so, uh, but... We've said this time and time again. That it's kind of like the, you know, the, the kids will be kids, and you, you would love them to not put themselves in these situations. But every once in a while, it's a college student stuff like this is going to happen. Uh, UNC is not very happy about it, and rightfully so. But uh, I mean, Baylor's right now on the. They're supposed to play Texas Tech on Saturday. That game has gotten postponed because they have uh, COVID issues. Michigan is still battling COVID. I think they're extending their. Um, two-week absence. It's it's just relentless right now in the college basketball world, and I and that that leads me to what South Dakota State did over the weekend. And I, I mean, the men were atrocious Friday night against USD, absolutely atrocious. Uh, no reason for it. Uh, that I mean, it's just it's bad. Stanley and Moody is. Uh, has their number? USD had their number. They had won two straight games to, uh, or two games this season thus far. And for the first half, Saturday night, they looked like the far better team. Finally, SDSU men awoke in the second half. Doug Wilson had a big game. Um, they they just started dominating, play the type of basketball that we expect from SDSU. But I think this, in part. Like the, the, some of the reasons for their struggles against USD, other than the, it appears that USD is just a difficult matchup for them. But I think some of the issue is when 
SDSU has only played five games in the span of a month and a half. You just don't get into a basketball rhythm. You can't... I mean, it's conditioning. It's just executing an overall game plan. I think it. I think that plays a factor. I think that plays a significant role in it. And it's because schools like Denver and Omaha, which suck this year, are just like, oh, yeah, we don't want to get our ass kicked by SDSU. We're gonna just gonna blame COVID. I think that I think programs are kind of escaping playing some of these games and just using COVID as an excuse. Well, yeah, positive tests. I mean, it's an excuse, right? Right. Yes, if they have positive, but I mean, they're not going to play games. I don't. I don't know if I did Omaha. Did the Omaha men or uh, Denver men have positive tests because they played the following weekend? So I would think so. I mean, it's but shouldn't shouldn't that be like a two week hiatus then? Form like yeah, you know, the, the week before the game and the week after. I mean, you're playing Friday and Saturday or Saturday Sunday, and you play back to back days and you have the entire week off. So it's it's just weird. It's it, a weird season. It is. It's just. I, and now we're going to start up football next week. Yeah, we're going to fucking college football games next week. Yes, we it's are. Be cold as shit. Thank God they're limiting the crowd because not a nobody. If they didn't limit crowds. I can't imagine how many people go to an SDSU football game in fucking February. Well, I don't think they will have to because I think the first two no. games SDSU plays on the road against Northern Iowa and UND, both teams playing in a dome. I mean, and that's that's what should be. I've mentioned I I've mentioned this before that I think the first two weeks of the baseball season you have to play games in um, in like in the South. You know, the any team that's Playing in warm weather and stuff, that's where all the games should be. So the northern teams play the first two weeks on the road unless you are like the Toronto Blue Jays and you play in a dome uh, or Milwaukee. They have a retractable roof. You can do that. Teams that have the climate-controlled stadiums, then you can play in there. But, I mean, it's just ridiculous to play, you know, April 1st and you're playing in 35 degree weather? No. I mean, it's just it's just dumb. So I, I like that the Missouri Valley at least is sensible enough to recognize that we have four teams with dome stadiums and even, you know, Springfield, or yeah, Springfield, Missouri with Missouri State far enough south where you could probably, it's probably going to be warm enough to be able to play these games in February. That's what, it, it's just a smart thing to do. Yeah, it's smart. We'll break out from schedule, get to the playoffs, we'll see what happens. Happens, SDSU has no idea who their quarterback's going to be, so that should be a lot of fun. They have they have good options, though, at least. It's not like, but the what's the old adage? If you have two quarterbacks or three quarterbacks, you have none. So. And go with the boy Gibbs. I have a two. He, he was good prior to suffering mm-hmm. that uh, terrible knee injury against the Bison. Uh Back in 2019? Yeah. Cool. It was a long time ago. Uh, so that's that. Um, anything else from the college basketball world that, I mean, how, how much have you been paying attention to this, you know, this season? Are you going to start paying attention to it more now that, that football's done, or are you just kind of waiting no. t- until March? No, baseball. We got baseball in two weeks. That'll be good. Yeah. 
But yeah. you, you I, I, the, yeah, I'll pay attention to it a little bit here. Okay. I don't understand the net rankings, the net ratings for the women. Oh, I haven't, I haven't taken a look. Where, here. where would you gather that you summer league teams are ranked in the net, in the net rankings? Well, considering Next. SDSU is ranked uh, 23rd, I didn't see what they're ranked now in the latest yeah, they, they stayed the same. They 23rd. stayed the same. Boy, I would think you would at least, given how good USD is I, and you beat them twice, I think you should uh, probably jump at least a spot or two. With, with the, I think uh, USD probably has a non-Division one win in there somewhere. So for those purposes, uh, USD is 9-5. SGSU was fifteen and two. SGSU beat them twice. I'm just saying the, the net rankings is SGSU twentieth. No, fortieth, thirty seventh, thirty seventh. Okay, USD's got to be fifty, sixty. No, lower. They're ranked higher than SGSU. What? They're thirty fourth. Oh my God! SDSU is thirty seventh, three spots behind a team that um, they've won six more games than they've lost three fewer games than SDSU's beaten every team on their schedule except one. Um, I don't know how you figure net rankings, but that don't make a lot of sense to me. No, I mean, is it the fact that? They played South Carolina and Gonzaga earlier this year and had close losses against each. I mean... Yeah, they both played Gonzaga, and one of them won, and one of them lost. Yeah, and it's the team that... And oh, SDSU wow, was the know. one that won against Gonzaga and then swept USD this last weekend. By any measure, you would say the women from SDSU are better than the women from USD. Yes, absolutely. Again, so I don't understand that. Whatsoever. You know what the scary thing is? Is that Maya Sellen's a redshirt junior. We get another year with her. Very good. She's going to be player of the year. Yeah. So she's been excellent. She's been their best player since Macy Miller. So. Yeah. She's been very good. They they've gotten significant contributions pretty much from everyone. I mean, yeah. it, like even Taylor Irwin it can, or Tylee Irwin, she can. You never know. Sometimes she can explode for like 15, 20 points. Other games she's kind of a non-factor. She doesn't shoot well, but. It just seems like everyone has the potential on on this team to be able to put up fifteen to twenty points any given night. Yeah. It's a balanced team like they usually are, and yeah, they're good. They're they're good again, and there's no reason to lose another game before the NCAA tournament. Right. There's no reason go into the tournament with two losses. Go, whatever it be, twenty five and two. Be a seven. Six seed, seven seed, get to the Sweet Sixteen again. Do you think the men will lose an, another game between now and the end of the season? I'm going to say one. I don't know where that's going to be. If that's going to be this weekend in Fargo or against Oral Roberts? Yeah, those to North Dakota State. Both or just one? One. Okay. They should be better. I don't know why they're not. I'm say I think it's just. Inconsistent. Uh, they just haven't been able to play on a consistent basis. And it was like USD didn't play last week either, and USD just throttled them. Yeah. So I don't. I don't understand. Like you got Doug Wilson and Noah Friedel and Shireman and all these guys. 
they, yeah, they, they, they do not play with it. They win. They, they just did not play well. Friedel needs to shoot better. Huh? Friedel needs to shoot better. Well, right now, USD is better than they are. Yes. We'll see if USD can actually win a game that matters. They have not been able to do that yet. Mm-hmm. But we will see what happens when uh, when they inevitably meet, as long as they don't lose to Omaha as an eight seed or whatever, or the seven seed. Oh so. God! Yeah, that that would not. I, yeah, who's gonna? Who's not gonna make it from the men's side? Is it gonna be Omaha or Denver? It's a fight for life. I haven't even looked. I haven't even looked. Oh, it's it's bad. It's so bad. Uh, let's let me pull this. Also. Up. Forgot to mention a couple weeks ago, our girl Avery Broughton tore her ACL, so she'll be out for a while. Yeah, that's not good. But uh, going to stick me. What is she? A sophomore? So uh-huh. yeah, she's gonna miss some time. Maybe she'll be back next year. Maybe she'll start the season. Uh, but yeah, she she missed the rest of this year. She's on the number one team. Corsica stick me and. Still, I mean, you expect here in the next 12 months to get a decision from her. Hopefully by the time she's a, she's a junior, so we will see who she picks. Right now, uh, the I hope she picks SDSU. I can't imagine she, like, you never know. I mean, USD's got a very good program. but If, if, if she had to go to, you know, to Drake or Creighton or somewhere else, okay. Mm-hmm. Or if she stays in the state, it's got to be SDSU. Yeah. Boy, don't you th- I mean, SDSU beats Creighton. I mean, I know it's a bigger name school, but in the women's college basketball ranks, you can see what AJ has done. I mean, yeah, like we say, no, no other – they're the best team in the region. Yes. They're not – They're not. Minnesota's not better. There's no Big Ten team better. It's like nobody. Nobody's better. Than SGSU women. They're just not. No Missouri Valley team's better. I don't give a shit who you are. They're the best team in the 10 state area Iowa, Wisconsin, Michigan. I don't give a shit or a fuck mm-hmm. where you go. They are better than all of those teams. Yep. Yep. Um, right now, the men's side, Omaha hasn't won a game. Denver's won one. So, Denver. How many games have they played? I'm sorry, what? How many games have they played? Eight, eight each. Denver's one and seven. Holy hell! And Omaha is zero and eight. And uh, let's see, when do they play each other? Oh, they play each other the last weekend of the season. That's going to determine who goes to uh, to Sioux Falls and loses to likely USD. That'll be a lot of fun. But see, again, that's that's one of the things that that frustrates me most about the, the Summit League and how it's it's gone. I mean, every team. Okay, so SDSU has played six games. They played the fewest amount of games this season in conference. Omaha and Denver have played eight. What two games didn't they play against? SDSU. I think it's because they were scared. USD's played ten. North Dakota State's played 12. That's because they haven't had their off week yet. Oral Roberts has played 10. UND has played 12. They haven't had their off week yet. UMKC's played 8. It just, when you when you look at this in totality, again, I'm not trying to dismiss any like legitimate COVID concerns, but boy, if you're, something just doesn't 
feel quite right when the bottom two teams of, in the league say, no, we're, we're taking a pass on South Dakota State. It just, it it doesn't, something doesn't sit right. Something doesn't smell right in the water here. I don't think they're lying to avoid playing SDSU. Well, you're a better man than I am. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I don't know. Something, something's just weird about this. <laughs> but, anywho, so we'll see what SDSU can do this weekend. I think I said they are playing uh, North Dakota State. That is a lie. They are playing um, Oral Roberts. Roberts. And that is a, a Saturday-Sunday deal. Uh, what the hell? Okay. USD, they're up in uh, North Dakota. Yes. Yep. So. And that would mean that I think NDSU is on the bye this week. Yes, NDSU does not play, so they get two weeks to prepare for SDSU. Uh, weird that they're playing Saturday, Sunday. All right, what ifs? Difference. I don't know why uh, Super Bowl football down to Sunday. I don't know. All right. Well, to each their own. So that's uh, there's that. Uh, we'll see what happens in the rest of the college basketball world here as we gear up towards March. Uh, I think uh, UConn was two. They beat South Carolina tonight, number one. That's. I watched part of that game. Um, I think that's something that happened. That Paige Beckers from Minnesota is fantastic. Good. She's a she played for UConn. Freshman. Yes. Yep. She plays for UConn. She's unreal. For a freshman. Very, very good. Very good. Um, so, yeah, uh, five weeks. Is it five weeks, I think, from today? It's uh, or this week. It's Selection Sunday. Selection Sunday is March 14th. I mean, holy crap. We're, we're, we're approaching go time. And very exciting. Things, we're getting to that point of the year where we're getting to things that we didn't experience last year. Right. So, right. We're about a month away from when the world shut down. Yeah. Yep. Uh, fast approaching, yeah. That's it's coming up too. Um, March twelfth, the year the 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 day the sports world shut down and pretty much the whole world took notice. Uh, like, oh crap, uh, something's going down. Last week, uh, like I had mentioned, I think at the tail end of the podcast because we did it in separate segments after we talked last week. Then I I talked with Jeff um, later on, like a day or two later, and. We, we talked about Nelson Cruz. Would he sign with the Twins or not? Uh, it would depend yep. on if the Baseball Players Association would uh, accept the 154-game schedule. Well, they did not. They 162. And Nelson Cruz signed mere moments later. Uh, timing is everything, yep. I guess. But a one-year $13 million deal with the Twins, it's a good signing for them. I'm glad he's back. As long as he can produce. You know, if, 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 it, if he doesn't this year, then you're like, okay, He's reached the end, uh, but it was a good run, and it's a it's a very wise investment, I think. I think he'll produce. He's had two great years, like we talked about last week, and takes care of himself, even though he's 40, 41. Um, he's been excellent. He's been their best hitter by uh, by a lot. So good to see him back. Thought he'd be back. They signed him. So I was excited about that, and they uh, added some bullpen depth with Alex Colomay from Chicago. A five-year, five-and-a-half-million-dollar deal for one year. So I like that move as well. And they can probably maybe add a couple more pieces to the bullpen, and they should be about set. So you, so these recent signings that the Twins have had, you yeah. are 
you, I mean, this is, these are very good signings for the team right there. They're filling the needs that they need to. Yep, Nelson Cruz is the best hitter. Um, Alex Colomay has been good for a long time. So I like I like what they've done. I like this more than adding Anilton Simmons and signing Jay Happ a couple weeks ago. I, I like I like what they did this week. Good. So good. Uh, they'll be chasing the White Sox. Uh, the, the White Sox are poised for a break. A breakthrough year, but that's fine. Um, the, the Twins will, Twins will be right up there. It's it's the Twins, the White Sox, and everyone else in the AL Central this year, with the Cleveland Indians having their fire sale. Um, have, have they have they figured out when the Indians are getting a new name? Next season. Okay. They're gonna be the Indians this year. They're not gonna be like a certain football team that just decides like a month before the season. We're not gonna have a nickname this year or next year. And we'll decide in like two years, like they're going to decide, and then they're going to change. I think the Washington football team is fine, though. It's kind of growing on me. It's so stupid. <laughs> what would you like to see them be? Whatever. Pick a name. I don't know. <laughs> it, it's, it's a name. Okay. Like when you see things, you know, football team, like on the bottom scroll, you see football team. It's like on fantasy football, you see, you know, football team. It's like, Jesus Christ, just... It, I like how it's like it's WFT and it's it's more it just should be WTF. <laughs> Pretty much, Washington Generals. Why not? Yeah. The uh, the Harlem Globetrotters team that gets beat up on all the time. The, the Washington the Washington Generals. Oh, I didn't say that. That was bad. What'd you say? I didn't even hear what you said. I said the Washington Rioters, but that's bad. That's very bad. Yeah, might as well. Might as well. The Washington really smart people. <laughs> I don't think there's any. Smart people in Washington right now, none. There's few of them, but uh, yeah, they're very, very few and far between. I, of course, I was joking with the rioters, folks. Come on here, I'm joking. That yeah. it, it's a very sensitive subject. I know it's a very bad day, January sixth. Anyway, it's so sensitive they're not even going to punish the guy that let it or told them to do it. That's how serious and sensitive it is. That's how much they care about. But in cancel culture, they'll cancel uh, uh, Liz Cheney. And other members in, in Arizona. So, uh, fascinating how that uh, works. What can you do? What can you do? I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Oh, uh, another big news in the baseball world is that uh, Trevor Bauer seemed like he had a deal oh, with the yes. Mets. And instead, he spurned them, and he's joining the Dodgers. And just when you think that our Padres might be uh, able to kind of take a hold of the division maybe they can they can win this year then bauer goes to the dodgers he's joining kershaw it's like oh my gosh okay all right dodgers uh just just buying another world series this year uh, apparently i like this move bauer's a great pitcher he does carry some baggage with him but overall solid move by the dodgers good move i've, I've got i've got faith the dodgers will piss it down their legs like they have <laughs> every year i think it's gonna be like the braves where the braves never won except the one year they did it was a strike shortened 144 game season oh right. so like they they won it they probably would have won it if they played 20 more games in a whole season but um yeah the dodgers won it was a 60 game season but i'm not picking the dodgers to win the world series or get to or to get there so i gotta pick somebody else because they yeah, you got to do it over a full, full season. So maybe they will. But, yeah, good signing. And 
I had read years ago Trevor Bauer was going to do one-year deals, and this is basically what this is. It's a one-year deal with three-year deal with opt-outs after every year, and he's going to get paid a lot, a lot of money, mm-hmm. um, 30, 35, 40, $45 million. Uh, so good for him yep. to, uh, to get a lot of money. I would not have signed him, but uh, they did. Yep. Nope. He, he's playing the system right, and that's – Wouldn't it it be cool to be, though, a fan of a team that would sign a guy like that? Like, do do the Dodgers need pitching? No. No. But they sign the best pitcher out there. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun to say, hey, we're going to – we don't need him. Like, we already have, like, six starters we could use. Mm -hmm. We're going to add him, and, yeah, it's that'd be nice. It sure would be. It sure would. It's not like uh, the the poll ad family is is, uh, needing the money. Or needing any money. Right, they're they're like one of the richest owners like, in Oh, yeah, we have baseball. this good guy. Let's get another good guy. Yeah, I mean, they're one of the richest owners in all of baseball. It's just it's yeah. ridiculous. Um, NBA wants to do an all-star game. Uh, the NBA players, uh, most notably LeBron James, says, no, that's a stupid idea. Uh, yeah, don't. Just give them some days off. Name an all-star team. Don't play the game. There's no reason to do that. When they announced the season, and they said it was going to be a shortened season, 72 games, it was, I mean, they didn't even mention an all-star game. I didn't think they were going to. It seemed pretty uh, pretty sensible. You know, common sense would dictate that they weren't going to have one in a shortened season. You know, the NHL is not doing an uh, all-star game this year. So the fact that they were discussing, or they have been discussing, Setting up an all-star game, an all-star weekend, it's just like, what the hell are you doing? Like, where did this come from? There's really no, yeah, no reason to play. The players don't want it. Like, like, why, why have it? Like, why? You're having enough games being canceled and postponed on a weekly basis anyway, so what is the point of having this game? Again, you can name all-stars, you can give them some time off, why have the game? I, I don't know. Yeah, zero clue. It just it doesn't make any sense. And I'm glad players like LeBron James are saying, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold it, NBA. This is a stupid idea. But, yeah. I mean, listen broad- to LeBron James. If the broadcast partners want to do it, I mean, that would bring in more money. But uh, it, oh. it seems like uh, just. There's just doesn't seem to be a whole lot of uh, winning here. I, I, I just don't see what the upside is uh, for the NBA players doing this. Well, a couple of years ago, it got so bad that the players actually had to say, okay, we're actually going to try. We're actually going to not just screw off for two hours. We're actually going to have a somewhat competitive game mm-hmm. for a period of time. It'd be yeah. nice if they actually played, but that's like, yeah. Like, I don't know when All-Star, like, there's no reason to have All-Star games anymore. There's no reason to have the Pro Bowl or any of these games because, you know, back in the day, they, they played them like a game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then they and they stopped doing that, so yeah. there's no reason to have it then if they're not going to be played competitively. Exactly. Exactly. Um, let's see, Daytona 500s this weekend. Uh, who's your pick? It's this weekend. It is this weekend, yeah. Wow. Oh, there you go. It always sneaks up on me. 
Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick's my uh, pick to win. I don't even Kevin know. Harvick. Is he even playing? Does he play? He's Does playing. He race? He's playing. He's He'll be out there. Okay, still racing. All right, Kevin Harvick, my pick. I used to like NASCAR, but I, I don't care. I'm not going to watch it. I'm just saying that that's my pick. Well, I watch the beginning and the end. And then I won't watch it. Like, I forget it. It's on. I, I, I they told me 500. I know that. But then after that, like, I forget NASCAR's on. Mm-hmm. Like on NBC Sports Network, where they going to be on USA? Where are they going to go? I don't know. I <laughs> I don't know, and I'm so tired of all these new streaming services coming out, like Paramount Plus, now, oh, wow. uh, Discovery Plus. It's like, okay, you guys got a lot of good content on there, but do you have everything that I need? If if someone has, if someone's going to carry NFL Red Zone and NFL uh, Network and and you know the Fox Sports channels and stuff, then I'm all for it. But by golly, uh, it's just all these streaming services. It's just getting it's. The market's getting oversaturated. Just give me, just give me Fox Sports North or whatever it's going to be called now. Um, have you seen that? No. What? What's? What's this? Is a Sinclair broadcast? What? That, what happened here? Was it Bally's? Uh, Bally, what is it? Bally's Sports Network now. What? The casino. The B A L O Y is that how you say it? Bally's? Bali? Not Bali? Is that that's that's in Vegas, right? Yeah, because Sinclair owns it, and they sold it to they sold the uh, I guess the sponsorship. So it's Bally's Sports Network. It's no longer Fox Sports. Oh. I don't know when this I don't know when this takes effect. But you know, Fox Sports South, Fox Sports North, Fox Sports No, that's no more. It's going to be Bally's Sports Southeast. Huh. Uh, what's it going to be here? Yeah, so that's going to be a bit ridiculous. Well, it gives me hope then that maybe, maybe it's, maybe we've turned a corner here. And uh, Bally's Bally's Sports North, Bally's Sports Kansas City, Oklahoma, New Orleans, Southwest, Bally's Sports South, Bally Sports Arizona, Bally Sports Carolinas. Yes, they what? Or whatever. That'll be fun. Bally Sun Sports, Florida. Yeah. The hell? What? If, what? How, so stupid. Just what, dumb. Yeah. What? What has our world come to? What has it? Just come get to? A, Just get on my TV before it turns play again. <laughs> Good luck. Come to. Good luck. Come to agreement. Come Good to luck. Um. Anything else? I think we've kind of ran the run the gamut here. Is there anything else that I've missed? Anything that you would like to bring up? I mean, I, okay. So I I would like to just say that I was gonna try and watch Game of Thrones here. I borrowed the the DVD oh, yes. from uh from my in laws, and uh, once you know, it, it's a Blu-ray DVD that they have, and I don't have Blu-ray, so oh, I got to find another means to finish the eighth season of Game of Thrones. Where are you guys at right now? We just uh, watched uh, the second to final episode of the fifth season. So one more and we'll have season five done. And this has been our least favorite season, season five. Uh, doesn't appear that a whole lot has happened. Uh, the queen got sent to prison, or the hell the queen went to, so that was intriguing. Mm-hmm. She's a bitch. So, yes, she is. <laughs> uh, that was good to see. Like, all right, that's good. We hated the guys, uh, the church guys. But then yep. they put her in there, like, all right, we like the church guys now. Let's <laughs> see what happens. 
So what happens with her, maybe she dies. We'll see what happens at the end of end of this season. Uh, Jon Snow had a big battle again. Uh, so that's continuing to build. So things are happening. Yeah, we got three seasons to go, but this is probably our least favorite season that we've watched. Yeah, well, I mean, it's tough to get uh, pack action into every episode or every season. It's sometimes it's kind of like the season is just setting up for something really big to come. So I'll hopefully uh, find means to to get that eighth and final season um, watched. But um, I think I'm all out of stuff. What else do you have? Yeah, you know, Mitchell. They've had an easy schedule. The girls and boys have. They won a lot of games. Girls are thirteen and two. Boys are twelve and two. They lost to Pierre last week, which should not have happened, but they mm-hmm. did. But uh, the boys will be at Roosevelt uh, Thursday. That'll be a test. That's kind of a that's a game they can win, but it's going to be tough. And then they both go to Harrisburg on Saturday, and I don't think either of them win any of those games. So for for whatever reason, just the way it ended up, both of their schedules are kind of backloaded. Where you know maybe they they might go two and three or three and two here over the past over the last five games. So we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see how good how good Mitchell is. If Mitchell just has like a good season, or maybe you know they go fifteen and five and like yeah they were pretty good, or if they're a real deal. So we now, will see. Correct me if I'm wrong, but in football. Mitchell and Harrisburg are in different classes, right? Yeah, Harrisburg, first year they moved up to AAA. Yes. Okay. So what's the difference in the college, or in college, in the in the high school basketball classes? Like, is this, are they still in the same class for basketball? Yep. Well, there's only three classes for basketball, but there's seven for football. Oh, my God. What? That yeah, so it is uh, the... The difference on the basketball court is not as dramatic as it is on sure. the football field. That, that makes so, sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like Yankton is competitive. Yankton, you know, with Matt Moore's, they're they're one of the best teams. They're competitive. Uh, Sioux Falls, Washington, on the boys' side, they seem to be the best team. They're undefeated, and their girls are also pretty good. So, the top three teams for the boys would be Washington, Yankton, and Harrisburg. Okay. And then Mitchell and Roosevelt would be four or five after that. So these last few weeks will decide a lot of the seeding for the state tournament and kind of who's who's who. Well, that's, so, that's good though. That that that's good. There's going to be a lot yeah. of excitement then and a lot of movement, which I think I'm is, is what you want. Yeah. So good. I'm excited about that. And uh, Harrisburg, they're going to build the second high school in a couple of years. Jeez. And you got Sioux Falls Jefferson next year coming in. What? Wow. This... And and T is going to make the jump here uh, in the next few years. T's uh, population is booming. So we're going to get three new teams at the highest level of uh, South Dakota high school sports in the next, you know, two or one to five years. We'll have three new three new teams up there. Boy, I guess, I guess South Dakota really does have all that freedom and people are flocking to them. Oh, yeah. By the way, they took away the marijuana thing today in court. <laughs> We, we passed marijuana. We were the first state ever to pass medical and recreational marijuana, and some Hughes County court judge ruled it's unconstitutional. So they're going to take this to the Supreme Court to appeal it and see what happens. But uh, we are 
a land of uh, personal freedoms stacking and uh, all that bullshit that our governor says. So, so let me get this straight. So it was on the ballot, and yes. the, the the people of South Dakota spoke, and they said, yes, we want this. And yes. the governor's like, no, you can't have that. And now they yep. they found some judge in the middle of rural South Dakota. What, 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 Hughes County, where is that at? Is that uh, Hughes County? Pierre, where is that? Hughes County. Where is that? Middle Fort? portions of the, uh, yeah, Pierre. Pierre, okay. So some jackass uh, in, in Hughes County was like, yeah, you know, I, I agree with the governor. So you got to think so maybe money. Isn't I I shouldn't say that because that's that's libel. I, that's terrible, Nathan. I, I, well, no, it's, it's the truth though. If you say it and it's true, that's fine. So. It's it just it's <clears throat> very it's very fishy and so good. I I'm glad it goes to super. I mean, how can you how can you say this is the will of the people and then just strike down what they voted for? I mean, if it if it was unlawful, it shouldn't have been on the ballot to begin with, right? I mean, it, it had ample time to remove it from the ballot. I'm beginning to think these people aren't very aren't very good stacking. Oh, I'm yeah. beginning to think these are bad people. Yes, I mean, what what do you what do you think? Now they they took both recreational and medicinal off, or is it just one? Both. Both. Okay. What do you, I would assume the Supreme Court's gonna gonna take this case because it seems very unusual <clears throat> uh, the circumstances and stuff. Now, given that it's a more cons- it's more conservative court here. What do you what do you think if the Supreme Court does take this case? What what way do you think they would lean? Do you think they would lean towards? Oh, the they'll rule against it. Okay. Yeah, they're not going to they're not going to keep marijuana around. They'll have to kind of come up with some other way, put it on the ballot or something, or take it to the Supreme Court. We will see. Like, we we have a lot of trouble in this state with simple things like wear the mask and. Like election results, like following those, and there's a lot of people in the legislature. Oh, some people because it always gets voted down, but there's a group that transgender. There's always a transgender bill every year, so there's a lot of hateful people in the state. She's a piece of work. She really is. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, so, well. We'll see how we'll see how that goes. So keep me posted on that. Um. Anything else? That's what I do. It's cold as hell. It cold is. as hell. It is. Uh, next week when we talk, it'll be warmer. It'll, the warm up will be happening. I think by the next time oh, we talk, it should be like fifteen Maybe. degrees. Maybe, but it's gonna be colder this weekend. So that's not good. It's cold as ice. Willing to sacrifice. Um, all the rest. All the rest. Yep. Yes, sir. Yep. There we go. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, thank you, my friend, as always. Uh, stay warm and uh, make sure that the dogs are, are good, that make sure they, they stay warm as well and uh, don't freeze their paws off, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Let me make a Super Bowl pick real quick. Oh, yes, please. Let me, let me do this here. That I won't remember. It would be nice to have the you know, Rams-Chargers Super Bowl. Okay. Because it's in L.A. It's in yes. home stadium. How convenient. How convenient. How convenient. How convenient for them. How about this, Stacking? All right, I'll go with that team. And we'll go with... I'll go with both of those teams. You're going to go with the Cleveland Browns 
Yes. And the... Uh, I was going to say the Green Bay Packers, but I think you're going to go with the Seattle Seahawks. Dallas Cowboys. Uh, yeah, I was thinking that. Okay. Let's go Dallas-Cleveland Super Bowl. That would be a very big Super Bowl. A lot of eyeballs. A lot of eyeballs. Yeah. Think about the NFL is you can pick too many teams and like what could be them. Because it seems like maybe there's one team that's you'd expect. Like we have Kansas City. Everybody was picking Kansas City. Yep. And Tampa Bay was a team that was, you know, maybe the third or fourth pick on the NFC side. So and a team that didn't make the playoffs last year. So I'm going with Dallas who didn't make it last year. And Cleveland, who came close, and hopefully Cleveland can get better. So. All right, I will try and remember. And they, play, and they played uh, Kansas City competitively. Yes, so. they did. They'll play them competitively next year, too. But both teams play Kansas City in Kansas City next year. Um, uh, I'll try and remember this, but uh, we'll, we'll go back to this uh, and see how the prediction stacks up. And if it, it maybe you'll keep that when we do our NFL preview. Yeah. In my, my, at least on the NFC side, I was horrendous. I maybe got like two playoff teams right on the NFC. So I picked the Vikings, I picked the Packers, I picked Dallas. I didn't pick the Saints. Um, it was bad. I, NFC side, I just know, was very bad for me. I think I picked three teams right. I picked... New Orleans, Tampa Bay, and Seattle. I could probably just put them all in a hat and pick them out, and it'd be just the same. <laughs> it wouldn't be any worse. Well, the odds are football. Yeah, football's yeah. done. Yep, we got through the football. So. It is. It is. Stay warm. Stay safe. Yes. Mask up, and we'll we'll talk to you next week. All right, we'll see you next week. Travis Crenz joining us here at Sports Block Podcast. Always appreciate his time. As always, he's on a new phone, so that's very cool. Um, yeah, there we go. Uh, covered a lot this week. It's a short podcast. That's what it's going to be like here. Uh, pretty much here going forward. Uh, we'll sprinkle in uh, some spots with Jeff Lloyd, the second from the Lockdown Browns podcast, uh, leading up to the draft. Uh, probably, you know, with no combine this year. Uh It'll be more so when the when the pro days are that we'll talk to him and get his thoughts on what's going on there. Uh, talk some basketball, SDSU playing at Oral Roberts this weekend. So win both of those games, please, both the men and the women, because they're the women are very good and the men. We, we saw glimpses there in that second half against USD Saturday night. Let's get it done. Uh, you can always find this podcast available on podcast.com. Follow me on Twitter at NDStacken, Travis Crins at Travis Crins, Facebook Nathan Stacken. The link to the podcast posted middle to later part of each week. And uh, with that, I uh, hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Sports Block Podcast. Congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, we will have another podcast for you next week, so definitely tune in for that. Uh, you know where to find us. And... Stay safe. Stay warm. It's very, very cold here in the upper Midwest. Uh, Don't get frostbite. Uh, Wear gloves. Wear hats. Wear coats. Be safe. Mask up. Stay warm. And we'll talk to you next week when it's warmer on another edition of the Sports Block Podcast. Have a great week, everyone.